Journey with Yolanda D. Drayton as she helps you navigate through life's detours. You know, those toxic relationships, divorce, career transitions, blended family challenges. Get ready to be empowered and inspired weekly to journey beyond those crossroads and embrace the life you desire right here on the Authentic Journey Podcast. Hey, MVP. Welcome back to another episode of the Authentic Journey Podcast. I am Yolanda D. Drayton, your life navigator and host. Get ready to be empowered and inspired for the week so that you can begin to journey beyond those crossroads and embrace the life you desire. We're at episode 13. Yes, episode 13. So let's just talk about none be lost. None be lost means no individual being unable to find one's way, not knowing one's whereabouts. See, in order to lead, you must be able to serve and serve well. Notice I didn't say serve perfectly. I said, well, the principle of servitude is an important one, assuring that no one is left behind or lost. Of course, now they have to be willing to participate because the Bible says, don't feed your pearls to the swine. So this concept reminds me of a relay race. A relay race is a track and field event in which the athletes run a preset distance carrying a baton before passing it on to the next runner. The team will not secure the win if one of the athletes do not run their distance well and then pass the baton for the next athlete to complete their leg of the race. It is also important that the athletes are placed in the proper position based on their strengths, capabilities and endurance. So usually the fastest member on the team is placed in the last position, just in case the team is behind in distance. This person knows how to finish strong well. When you're navigating your life through Christ Jesus to the point where you need to reach back and pull up another, to the point where you need to reach back and pass the baton, put on your servitude hat and do so. It is the will of the Lord that none be lost and none perish. God's work declares that his people perish because of a lack of knowledge. So now that you have the knowledge, now that you're gaining the knowledge, now that the knowledge is becoming clear to you, share it with someone else. Reach back past the baton. Reach back and pull up another so that none can be lost. So you see, I spent five years on my first job out of college before it was time for me to walk into another open door. God opened up a door and I began working for, let's just say, amazing company number two. I got a 20K raise making that move and thought again to myself, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to keep my promise to my daughter, which was that we would live a comfortable life. I was still doing quality assurance work and testing and test and evaluation work with a side of life navigation, of course. <laughs> you see, two weeks earlier was the job fair for Amazing Company number two. And, and during the job fair, I walked around networking and talking with the CEO of the company and a few of his team leads. And in chatting, or now that I look back, fellowshipping with them is what it really was. <laughs> I wanted to walk. I wanted to run out of the door get in my car and just start driving until I ran out of gas. I'm standing there talking with them and I kept hearing God ask, are you laughing yet? And I'm asking myself, why are you asking me that? See, I had previously told God on my first job that he had a great sense of humor because I felt like I was doing more life navigational work 
than the job they actually hired me to do. Now picture this. You're talking with someone and you hear the scripted words coming out of their mouth and you see the smile they wore outwardly, but you can hear the despair in their words and you can see the sadness coming from within. That's what I was seeing. So I begin thinking, well, I'm not about to sign up for this. So let me just be quiet. And so at this job fair for Amazing Company number two, when I heard God ask me, are you laughing yet? I thought to myself, well, let me keep my resume and my portfolio binder. I began smiling really hard thinking, I'm laughing now, God, because I'm about to be out of here. Peace. Then I heard him laugh even louder. You know that laugh? Like he was patting me on my head while shaking his head saying, my child, my child. (laughs) See, the team lead that I would be working with came over to me and said these words. We would like to set up a formal interview with you because we feel that you would be a great fit for the team. If you don't have your resume with you tonight, don't worry about it. Just bring it with you when you come to your formal interview. Now I'm really not smiling anymore. And God is laughing hysterically. We all were just having casual conversations. So how is it that she already knows I'm going to be a good fit for the team? Better yet, the company. She hasn't even seen my resume. I'm thinking all of this in my head. So this is the rant that is going on in my head, by the way. So I opened up my portfolio binder, pull out my resume, handed it to her, laughing inside it at myself at this point because God is laughing even louder. So she took it, glanced over at me and walks away without saying a single word. Now I'm wondering, all I had to do was give her my resume for her to leave me alone so I can get out of here. So I'll just make my grand exit and go on to the next job fair. So as I'm reaching for the door to push and be free, all I heard was, Yolanda, Yolanda, wait, wait. So I reluctantly turned around with the tight but pleasant smile. Yes, I replied. (laughs) She says, I apologize for walking off like that after you gave me your resume. I had to move quickly because you are exactly who we're looking for to be a part of this company and the team. I talked to my boss and we want to offer you the the position tonight. Now picture God laughing so hard until he's bent over, holding his stomach and then rolling around on the floor, holding his stomach even tighter. She then says, your formal interview will now be your in-processing date if you would accept the position. So I accepted the position. And on day one at this amazing job number two, the in-processing and hiring paperwork went well. However, not only did my job begin, my life navigation work began right along with it. The first day on the job, I got the famous, your smile is so welcoming and it makes others feel comfortable around you. See, this was code for, I will be talking with you on a more personal level a little later. I figured it out quickly. Guess what? Later came quickly. I was once again well on my way to life navigation. Life navigating. Your life navigator, Yolanda D. Drayton. 
There I was, life navigating co-workers through fear of losing family, fear of losing friends, being judged, being looked at differently, and spiritual battles, internal feelings of low self-esteem, rejection, not feeling worthy or good enough, too much self-assurance. Yes, that was one, just to name a few. This life navigational work, and oh yeah, my actual job description of quality assurance and test evaluation, continued for five more years at this job. The more I surrendered to the life navigational part, the more I was elevated in my actual job. So then this put me in the presence of the higher ups in rank. So now, navigation of life is starting at the top so it can trickle down. It is like, you know, the precious oil poured on the head and running down through the beard. And at this point in my career, I begin to really make the correlation between what I was really created to do and how God was setting me up through my professional career path to start doing just what he created me to do. You see, on my professional job, I needed to make sure the quality of the system was maintained at a desired level. This had to be done by paying attention to every stage of the process for delivering and production. The quality of your life is maintained by each desired level and quality of the level in your life as well. God will give you the desires of your heart according to his riches and glory. So for every desired level in life, you must pay attention to the position and the details God is aligning for complete deliverance and to prosper you. I had to present a posture for serving God's people and it didn't matter in what capacity. So what posture of serving can you fulfill based on whom you know God has called you to be? What has he gifted you with and the abilities he's giving you to impact others? If you survived your domestic violence situation, you can be an advocate for other women dealing with and living through the same thing every single day. You could possibly start a nonprofit organization to help women like you when you were in your domestic violence situation. You can help them make it to their promised land. You can share with them the roadmap you use to get out of it. You can share with them how you had to trust and believe God every step of the way. Not everyone is strong enough to reach back and help pull someone else up. Not everyone is strong enough to start this journey on their own. So it's up to you to pass the baton so that they too can know that none will be lost. If you've lost an extreme amount of weight and now you're living healthy and feeling good about yourself, you can encourage others who are struggling with weight loss to do the same. You can share with them how to conquer the mental anxiety first or encourage them through a health report of, you know, getting healthy. Perhaps you can guide them in how to invest in a nutritionist or health and wellness coach. You know, what a deep hole you got yourself out of when you thought that you couldn't lose the weight. So you could possibly start your own health and wellness coaching business. You may be just that one to reach back and help pull them up. You could be just that one to reach back and hand someone else the baton so that they will know if you did it, they can do it. See, 2 Peter 3 and 9 says, 
the Lord is not slow in fulfilling his promise. In the sense in which some men speak of slowness, but he bears patiently with you. He desires being, his desire being that no one should perish, but that all should come to a sense of repentance. So like I said earlier in this episode, none be lost means no individual being unable to find one's way, not knowing one's whereabout. So when you find your way, when you know your whereabout, reach back, pass the baton in this relay race called life. Help someone else navigate through what you've been through. You know, that track and field event that has a preset distance with carrying a baton before passing it on to the next runner. So you have your preset distance. You're carrying your baton and you will pass it on to the next runner so that you guys can secure the win so that we all can secure the win. This thing called life, this journey called life, the authentic journey that you're traveling. So I'm sending blessings and love to you. Yes, you, the real MVP. And I will see you in the next episode of the Authentic Journey podcast. Are you embracing the life you desire? Are you navigating through life's detours? Well, don't navigate alone any longer. Grab your sister and share this podcast journey together. Now, head on over to YolandaDDrayton.com to join our MVP email list, as well as check out all of our other resources. See you next time, right here on the Authentic Journey Podcast.